Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And I welcome you back to another episode of the Let's Feast Food for Thought Podcast. I'm yours truly, Mr. Paul Chahagany. And guess what? I got some more food for you. Welcome back to the table. Let's feast. We are now here on episode number 32. And first things first, I want to say thank you to everybody that um, that supports me consistently. Um, scroll on over to if you listening to me via Anchor, scroll on over to the support um to the support section um you could type in my name or whatever or well if you're already on anchor you don't have to do all this extra stuff but if you're listening to me on other pl- podcast platforms going over to anchor.com slash um poet jahogany slash support and um donate a dollar five dollars or ten dollars it's going to a great cause it's going to um the cause of um, me getting to youtube for season two because people have been telling me all in my comment section that they want to be able to see the podcast and not just hear it well guys if you want that to happen um i can easily make that happen but at the same time i want you guys to know what it's like to work for something you know yes i'm asking more from my followers and my fans and my consistent listeners who listen to me all the time yes i can I, i give you guys free content all the time and don't get me wrong i love you guys and i appreciate you but it's time for you guys to start speaking up more for what what you what you love and what you enjoy. And with that being said, I want I'm going to get into today's topic. Today's topic is called "It's Not Rioting, It's Rebelling." Yes, you heard me right. It's not rioting, it's rebelling. And I'm going to get straight into that. But first things first, what I want to do is I want to take this time because I don't think nobody has done this yet. I want to take the time to say rest in peace to George Floyd. Floyd. I'm sorry about that. And rest in peace to Ahmaud Arbery. That's some that's somebody that's seemed to be getting forgotten about or whatever like that. I know the people who were responsible for his death and everything. They've been um they've been in um handcuffs now. They're in jail or whatever, awaiting a trial or whatever because it's just I guess video evidence is just not apparent enough. But so um rest in peace to Ahmaud Arbery and rest in peace to George Floyd. But right now I just wanted to say I want to send my condolences out to both of their families. Anybody like anybody that was associated with them, bloodline, uh, people that knew them from around the way. I just want to send my condolences out to you, your family, and everybody. Like everybody who's going through grief and heartache through these trying, trying times. Then just a, uh, then just a coronavirus. They're going through actual real pain and grief and things of that nature. And I just want to say that God is with you. I'm praying for you. My prayers are up for you, and I wish you. I know you will never, never, ever. This is not like a, a open sore wound where it actually, um, that it actually um, can actually heal on its own and then the scar disappeared this is actually a white meat wound and white well and to my people out there who don't know what i'm talking about a white meat wound um my mother used to say this all the time growing up i'm gonna bust you to the white meat she used to always just say that in like a funny way of course she didn't mean it literally but what she meant was when she busts you to the white meat that white meat wound leaves a scar and when you look down at that scar it reminds you of the moment in time that caused that scar to appear so that's what my mother used to say all the time. I'm bust you to the white meat. And basically, I said that to say this. What we're dealing with right now with the, 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 the with the, the, the deaths of these innocent black men is white meat wounds. It's a scar that will never heal. We will always be reminded of what happened. And not only to these two individuals, to Tamir to, to Rice, to Trayvon Martin, to to um, 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 what's the other guy's name? Sean Bell. That's a name that we don't really mention anymore. We got to keep saying their names until until things get situated and stuff like that. And also, I want to talk about after the break, I want to talk about how these riots that's going on in Minneapolis right now is that, that I don't think it's a riot. I think it's rebelling. It's rebelling towards 
saying it's, it's, it's sending a message to the powers that be or whatever. It's sending a message that we're not going to stand for this no more. And like I said, if you've been following me on my social media platforms, this is what I said. I don't condone violence in any type of way. If you guys are familiar with my platform, y'all know I'm a happy-go-lucky guy. I'm genuinely that way. I'm not putting on a front for social media. If you meet me in real life, that's really who I am. All my personalities that I got, a great father, a great human being, a great man, a everything i have a playful side personality time for serious joke all that other stuff i have all of that motivate you anything that you can ask for pretty much from a person that has to just have a good heart but at the same time dude enough is enough dude like come on come enough is enough we're we're sick and tired of these things happening to us and no consequences are getting met like uh, like you have to understand certain things dude like when you come from that type of background to where it's feel like we already born into certain circumstances to where it's like we already don't have the resources we already hate on each other and, I, and i'm gonna get into that a little bit later we already hate on each other we all are already are crabs in the barrel when it comes to our own communities and stuff like that but to it to the individuals that so how somehow choose to make it out now you have to deal with the other side of the sword and that's and that's actually just as sharp as the sword that you just left that you just basically just got away from you got away from it with scars all over your body boom 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 which is in your own community but when you make it to the other side you got these people these white people these other these other different individuals that may be um, controlling the buttons or whatever they're and they got their sword aimed out at you now you got to figure out a way to how to get past their swords or whatever if you're lucky enough to make it out alive and that's like mentally that drives us crazy and we're raising young black men and women like come on guys like we have to we have to mentally keep ourselves together as men and women and think about bringing up our, our up our offspring we got to teach our offspring to be on to, to, to know what it's like to bloom in the actual spring of nature but we're keeping our offsprings off because like we don't really know what to teach them anymore we don't know what to teach them anymore because it's like yo i don't even know how to hold myself together as a man as a black man in this country i don't even know how to hold myself together how am i going to teach my son how am i going to teach my daughter how am i going to i'm just speaking for everybody not, not only myself i'm speaking for everybody who may be thinking these same thoughts how i'm going to teach this to my my kids my nephews my nieces that that have these certain questions how are they going to feel when they have white friends and they see that their white friends are getting away with certain things that they're not able to get away with and you got to understand the mindset of a child the mindset of a child they want fair treatment like everybody else they don't really feel like they did anything wrong they don't we shouldn't have to teach them that you have to really uh, look down and you have you have to accept certain things that other people could get away with that's not really good for our community and our our kids and stuff to get taught this but we have to teach them because it's literally life and death no child should be able to get taught that at a young age on how to basically uh if you ever get stopped by the police this is what you ought to do you ought to be complete which you should automatically be you shouldn't be rebelling to uh, restricting in any type of way but i'm just making an example you shouldn't rebel you shouldn't raise your voice you shouldn't especially if they see other ethnicities doing it all on tv anywhere that they go they see them rebelling that nothing happens to them but you're teaching this to your young daughter your young black daughters and your young black men especially um you're teaching them how not to rebel and to be as compliant but then they see stuff on tv to where they see black men and women on tv and to be more specific they see george floyd i'm pretty sure it's a lot of young black kids around the country 
minority situation, Latino, Puerto Rican, whatever you want to call it, uh, around the country seen this video of this man dying and he was defenseless. He was had his hands in his back, like a uh, head like it was under retire. It's like he was defense. He wasn't restricting. He wasn't rebelling against enforcement that was being forced up on him. He wasn't rebelling. He was just being compliant. And then all of a sudden you just see this man lose his life because the, the cop got got his um his neck i mean his um knee behind the man's neck like choking the man to death dude like come on well how are you supposed to explain that to your black son to your black daughter how are you supposed to let them be whole after seeing something like that and it's so unfortunate because we are forced to have these conversations on things that we don't have the answer to and that's so unfortunate for black parents to have to be able to do this so what's going on right now like i said before i don't condone violence under any kind of way but what you see right now in minneapolis is people that are not rioting people are rebelling and actually some 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 success has happened because of the rebel and i'm gonna get into that later in the dessert topping of the day but i kind of wanted to let you guys get a, give you guys a tip of the iceberg on how i really feel from the core so when i come back from my um from my sponsorship break i'm gonna dive more into this topic it's not rioting it's rebelling i'm not gonna i'm, I'm not gonna i'm trying not to give you guys too much in this intro but i kind of want to let you guys know where i'm going with this for the rest and that shout out to all my people on my tiktok and my messaging and actually i didn't even speak on it um initially i was doing see what i do i don't just put stuff on social media just to sound good or sound all politically correct that's not me as um, that's i mean I, that is me that i spoke a little too forward that is me but at the same time i'm i, I also have to understand when i stop pressing record on my phone uh my lap whatever it is i'm recording on when i when i press stop i'm still a human i'm not i don't do anything for clout it's not for clout it's not for me to put something out there that's why i only speak on situations that's happened to me or things that's happened around me i've cast it to other people that i know that's why I try, I try to stay out of people's business because i'm i'm really that guy and i really 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 just like to stay with stay to myself and stuff like that but at the same time dude when things like this go on, man, it, like, like I wanted to get all the information. I didn't want to just react emotionally because I've never been that type of guy. I want to hear both sides of the story, whatever like that. But it's impossible for you to understand both sides of the story after seeing something like this. Like, come on, dude. Like, we're human. I'm not that numb. Like, come on. I, I said in my last pot, my real podcast episode, um, um, the Quiet Loud Part 1, like, listen, like like you we're forced to be numb in looking at situations like this but i thank god in some type of crazy way it do i all this destruction i thank god that he's allowed us to see this not 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 the death like that that's unfortunate i'm talking about the rioting he's allowed us to see this because guess what it's waking up sleeping giants around the country like you know we're not going to stand for this no more dude y'all gonna have we just want a shot at some fair justice we have and it's unfortunate we gotta we gotta do all of this it's unfortunate we gotta do all of this just to get some attention at a shot at some type of justice at a shot at a shot at some type of justice this not even going to guarantee the fact that everybody gets locked up like but we have to we have to at least make you hear us like and and, and, and it kind of goes on in the it kind of goes on everything that's associated with the black with black skin or whatever it kind of like it's almost like we have to fight for everything that we want like with a thing that we feel like we need we have to fight for why can't we just say we can't just ask and be nice y'all don't want us to be nice like, they, like and let me give you an example we tried with the whole kneeling thing with the colin kaepernick and everything whether you agree or whether you don't we 
we tried we tried we tried with kneeling we tried to peacefully protest we didn't we wasn't out there we wasn't protest we were actually we was just peacefully protesting kneeling and there was no signs up or anything like that he told you what he was kneeling for and all this other stuff well like i said before whether you agree or whether you don't we all know what the objective was we know what the objective was to stop the killings of unarmed black men and women. That was the whole objective of all that. No, 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 no signs was being broken. No stores was being broken into. No, no buildings was being burned down. And, and, and that, and he made that very, very clear, but no, nobody liked that. Y'all changed the narrative, changed the narrative to everything. And now all of a sudden it's like, yo, what can we do? Y'all keep poking the bears. Like, what do we do? Like I said, I'm not promoting violence. And I don't want nobody to walk away from this podcast thinking that I'm promoting violence. I don't promote violence. I don't even do it i don't even like it it's not a part of my makeup it's not a part of my genetic makeup i only do that if that's the very last option and i feel like right now with america with black people all across the country we're at the very last option because we tried to be nice we tried to be nice we're trying to we want you guys to hear us but y'all only want to hear us when we're actually yelling at you i know it's, it's quite fr- i know all my parents who's listening right now i know all my parents who's listening right now ain't it kind of frustrating if I could just change the topic for two seconds just to make sense of this topic that I'm currently talking about. Like, ain't it kind of frustrating when you talk to your children, whether you got one child or, uh, or multiple children, ain't it kind of frustrating when you tell your child, like, yo, this is what I want you to do, boom, 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 and your children don't listen, and you're being nice. You're coming across in, like, not aggressive, not an aggressive way, but your children sometimes don't take don't really want to listen to you i just went through that with my son and my son is not a bad kid at all whatsoever i'm just giving you an example but he does rebel in certain moments where he felt like he can get away with something so i have to pull a rug from under his feet and let him know like yo that's not how it's going down but my point is all my parents across the world has possibly dealt with this with their children you try to be nice and you try to say, okay, this is what I want. I want you to do these chores. I want you to do that. Whatever it is that I ask you to, I want you to do it. And please, like, you don't say please, but just like, I just want you to do that. These are your instructions. Now follow your instructions. Follow my instructions the way that I gave them to you. Not, not nothing more, not nothing less. Very simplistic, very straight to the point. And your children sometimes will take your kindness for weakness. So what you end up doing. That that some that 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 politeness had a, a slightly turned into slight madness, and then it turned into anger, and it turned into frustration. It's like, yo, now you finna get it done. I gotta take some privileges away. I gotta take some some of your re- I gotta take your game system away. I gotta take your outside privileges away. Take your iPads. Take your smartphones, because that's what we dealing with nowadays. You gotta take your smartphones. Gotta take your. You can't FaceTime. You can't do none of the stuff that you enjoy doing, all because you don't like to listen. That's exactly what's going on right now in society right now when it comes to minorities and black people. Like we feel like we are we we tried to be nice we're trying to be nice we're trying to talk to you in a night in a human manner in a human manner i feel like sometimes we're not even asking for this trouble dude they poke the bear and the and the and and, and what the bear is going to do the bear may growl once wait you they may growl once but then you keep poking that bear then what the bear gonna do okay now you irritate me it's like a mosquito in the south like all my black people know about this for the most part from the hood from poverty whatever I'm somebody who just grew up in less fortunate situations for the most part. Like, listen, when you outside, especially when you prime in the summertime, if you from Florida, you get what I'm saying. Like, mosquitoes are everywhere. Nets, mosquitoes, um, dragonfly, whatever you want to call it. But I'm going to say mosquitoes. They're everywhere, dude. You can't even enjoy outside for the most part because mosquitoes are everywhere, all over you. Every time you're in a, con- a great conversation with somebody, you every um, all of a sudden, you just, you just, sm- you just smacking your legs. You're smacking your legs. Even when mosquitoes are not biting you to the point your nerves don't got 
got to the point to where it's like you assume that the mosquitoes there so you keep smacking your legs even when they're not even there because they left the after effects of an itch because you're so used to smacking your legs and your arms it's like you're playing um like you're in a fraternity or something like that not to make this out of a joke or anything but it's like almost like you're just you're just all over yourself because you got so irritated to the point to where you assume that these mosquitoes are always there dude it's like okay that's exactly what we're dealing with when it comes to um the the, the, the powers that be that keep poking us and we just only thing we want is our fair shot at justice that's all we're asking for dude we're not asking we don't want to do these things we don't want to cause harm to any we're the most one of the most forgiving and I think this we we forgive people to a fault almost. I be, I believe that we forgive people to a fault. Honestly, like as black people, we're too forgiving because we're so compassionate, we're so loving. Like how can people be so loving after all this thing all, after all these things that have happened to us historically? Like that ought to be a testament to other races and I would just play say white people. Uh that ought to be a testament to white people. Like if we are still nice to you after all the things that you don't took our our ancestors through through uh our people and we don't see people things that happen to Emmett Till and I don't even want to get into that MLK Martin Malcolm X even though he was murdered by black people but we don't see all these things happen to our people um back in the days historically and we're still nice to you to this day we give the culture away for the most part for you to have and we got to check each other on that like be honestly between the club as black we got to check each other on that with the culture thing but still my point is we give the culture away we want you guys to be we want you guys to feel like you're invited to us we want you guys to feel like you could come in the culture and and you can be accepted by us for the most part Uh, there's a few exceptions but for the most part, we want you guys to feel accepted and we want you guys to feel like you can actually feel like you can still be yourself even when you're around us. But you, you got, that's not good enough. You got to see us act out of character in order for us to, 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 to get some type of, ju- in order for us to feel like we're whole in some type of way. We don't, it gets frustrating after a while. We've seen this stuff year after year, generation after generation. It, it feels like nothing is being progress, progression, progression is not happening. And, and I feel like that's just, it, we're at the end of that, dude. Like I said before, I don't condone violence, but what I, what I will say is I don't think it's a riot. I think it's rebelling guys. That's all I'm going to say, dude. Like for real, like I, re- I want you guys to really stop looking at the negative in every situation and understand the positivity that may be coming out of this man's death the positivity like his voice is being heard I, i'm not and it's so unfortunate that i say it this way because i feel like he had to die i wish that he didn't have to die in order for this to happen but man oh my god dude but how uh, how else are these people are going to listen to us man how else are they going to listen like i wouldn't I, I don't know what i'll do honestly I don't know what I'll do, man. Seriously, man. So um, I'm going to take a quick break real quick, guys. You're going to hear a word from my sponsor. And when I come back, I got some more food for you. Thank you guys for coming back to episode number 32. Be back with you momentarily. Hello, guys, and welcome back to the Let's Feast Food for Thought podcast. All right, guys, I'm going to get straight into the meat and potatoes and may the food that I serve be nourishment for your soul. Now, guys, I know that that was a long intro. I know that. Uh, that's not, if you follow my podcast for quite some time now, my intros are not really that long. But I had a I had a heavy heart today. And first things first, I want to say thank you to all my my uh, my followers on TikTok on my TikTok page because you guys had woke me up in a way. Like I had already spoken about it. Metaphor, super metaphorically whatever with the video that i had posted or whatever early on my tiktok i already metaphorically spoke about that situation but what i was trying to do 
was um with me speaking about it i was trying not to offend people in a way and i wanted people to look at it from a broader perspective but you guys it was some people on there you guys wanted to challenge me on what i was thinking you guys wanted to hear about me hear me talk about that situation specifically without the super metaphorical things the super schemes and everything like that they you didn't you wanted me to really be myself and i really really appreciate you guys for that because sometimes for these platforms as a content creator social media influencer whatever you want to call it like we have to be very careful with how we place our words because people get easily offended these days. So I feel like as a content creator with somewhat of a large following, if you want to call it that, like I just feel look at it as me being blessed, but somewhat of a large following, you have to be very, very careful and sensitive to other people's feelings because it, somebody can get easily offended by anything you say. And there's been times where I've actually had to defend my platform on certain topics that I talk about, but I know that that comes with the territory. So it's a fight that i welcome but at the same time it gets kind of depleting at times because you don't want to feel like you have to defend uh any everything that you say all the time all because people don't really understand it you feel like people are not challenging your opinion they are attacking your opinion and there's a difference between both and and i just want to say thank you right now i kind of lost my train of thought from what i was saying but I just want to say basically everything I was saying, I just want to say thank you to all those people who was in my um, my TikTok messaging telling me that they wanted me to speak about the George Floyd situation directly to them. I, and I wanted to start the topic. I mean, I want to start the segment off with saying thank you for that, because I, I, I really didn't want to offend nobody with how I feel personally as a man. But sometimes it's time to peel it back and say, you know what? This is what take it or leave it. This is what it's going to be. This is how I feel. Take it or leave it. If you don't like it, if you unfollow me because of it, I, I hate to see you go. But guess what? I'm being myself and I would rather people follow me because of who I am than what I than me feeling like I'm scared or paranoid all because I feel like I'm tiptoeing around certain topics because I'm afraid that pe I'm going to lose people. I'm afraid that people are not going to want to watch my content anymore all because of something that I said. I can't live in fear like that anymore. I can't do that. I'm sorry. Like so from now this day on, if I anything that I feel personally from the heart or whatever, I'm going to talk about. It. Of course, I'm going to be respectful of people's feelings and how I place my words but at the same time i'm going to say it so and i just want to say thank you to you guys for helping me realize that as a content creator and it's because of you that i have that i'm realized that and i appreciate it so now talking about the talking about the george floyd situation when i first seen the video dude like like i basically teared up i'm not even gonna lie to you guys man I, i'm not even gonna lie because like it's like another one dude it's like another just like i did with ahmaud arbery like just like i did with trayvon back in 2012 sean bell all these guys tamir rice sandra bland like come on guys like even with Col with the whole colin kaepernick situation dude i didn't tear up or anything but it's like yo what more could we do like like we, we we're doing the pe we're doing what you always ask us to do it's like it's almost like you guys just want us to shut up and be and entertain you that's it you just want us to entertain that's the only thing that you expect out of us is to entertain you shoot a basketball through a hoop throw a football down the field anything that you a box whatever anything that, that we do well to entertain you guys the pe the white people the powers that be whatever the people that got the power whatever you just want us to entertain you and that's it if you don't care about what happens to our community, you don't care about what we do to our community, you don't want us to help our community, to uplift our community, you just want to keep making money off us and keep a, and tell us to shut up. You, get, you throw millions of dollars in our face, and that's basically hush money. 
honestly, it's basically hush money because what you're doing is you're silencing us with the money and with the money attached to our mouths. It's like you're putting up money. I seen this meme. I think it was on Facebook. I seen a meme on Facebook. And it was a black, older black guy. He looked like he was built, had a, had a lot of muscle. He had a whole had jury on and uh, dreads in his hair or whatever like that. And and he had a um, he had money ho- held up to his mouth. And it was a white hand that had the um, the money up to his mouth. But the guy was fully dripped in uh, in in um, in jury and everything, fancy clothes and everything. But the white hand, you only you didn't see the white person who the person was. The um. Who the, who the actual person was, you just seen his hand. You seen that it was a white hand. And um, the hand was covering up his mouth with a wad of money. So what that, and that was so powerful. I was like, whoa, dude, that's a, that's a message for the messages, man. It's like, yo, it's like, basically it's hush money. I'm going to give you a million dollar, multi-million dollar check. Boom, boom, boom. You're going to go, you're going to get your family out of poverty, bump everybody else, get your family out of poverty. You made it out. You made it to success. You were talented enough. Well, you want it better. You want it better for yourself. So forget everybody else. Forget the people who want your help, who want to seek your knowledge, who wants to learn from you on a more direct basis. Like, forget about them. You go and you do your thing. Don't help your community. Just help yourself. It's all about self. It's like, yo, that was powerful, dude. So it's like, you just want us to entertain you without like doing anything like basically buy your products all your products that's not sponsored by us that's not black owned or anything you want us to buy your products endorse your products and basically keep the money circulating in your communities without us doing anything to help ours and and don't get me wrong i don't i don't mind helping other communities dude but dude we're gonna have to help our own so therefore we gotta stop keep running into these dang on dang on walls each and every time things like this happen and it starts with unity that starts with unity guys like we have to help each other first so therefore we'll be respected on a level to where we can actually potentially do business with other people and if they don't we don't do business with them if they don't want to do business with us all because of the color of our skin guess what we're not desperate for their attention because guess what we got some cushion we can fall back on and that's our community our community will hold us up and that's another podcast for another day i'm gonna talk about my people and how we self-sabotage each other by keeping each other down by being crabs in the barrel i'll talk about that in another podcast episode but for right now i want to keep the attention on the topic at hand so guys we have to start supporting each other more and i want to talk talk and, and i'm going to get to these questions real quick because sometimes i could just dive off the deep end i want to get to these questions that some people had asked me in my comment section on tiktok first question number one why do black people destroy things in their own community <sighs> i'm gonna take my time with this one I'm gonna take my time, and I, and I and I touched on this a little bit earlier, but I'm gonna dive more deeper into it. Like this is why I feel like we do that. Like I don't feel like in every sit, like I said, I don't condone violence or anything. I don't feel like in every situation we just destroy it just because we want to destroy it. We know that that's going to cause some type of attention. We burn it down, even though it may be our own, which is something that I'm not a fan of, because why would you destroy your own thing that you built, your community built for us to empower each other? You're only setting us back because we got to pour more money into that to restore everything. It's like it's setting us back and we're barely making it while it's up. So it's like, but I'm going to talk about that on a future episode. But I don't in every case, I don't feel like we're doing that to 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 basically set each other back we're doing it to create a statement to the powers that be it's like yo you're gonna listen to us you're like okay no you're gonna stop poking that bear like i said earlier you're gonna stop poking us dude 
Like, listen, we want to talk. We want to have a communication. We want to stop the racism. We want to stop the classism. We want to stop all of that stuff the way you feel like you're better than us, dude. You're not better than us, man. We're all equal, dude. We're all equal. You don't have to feel like you're better than me in order for you to feel like you got one up on me. Especially if I'm inviting you to the table to actually eat with me. You want to compete with me and I want you to eat with me. That's it's plain, it's clear and it's plain. It's like us as a as, us as a culture, black people as a culture. It's like we're so forgiving when it comes to other people, other races, other white people, other people outside of our races, Chinese, whatever. We're so forgiving when they disrespect us. We're so forgiving, and I feel like we're that way because we feel like we don't have anything. But when we do have something, it's like you 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 treat us like second class citizens you treat us like we're the bottom of the barrel like you don't you give us the same respect that you give other cultures and things of that nature so we have to work on that as a culture but and so that's why i say because they know as a culture uh white people or whatever they know that they could disrespect us they know that they could say anything about us and there will be no consequences because of it and that's completely our fault that's our fault i believe i believe in every case that and not in every case but I, for the majority it's our fault because guess what we can shop with each other we can build each other up like but we 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 suffer from self-hate we got so much going on that goes back to my ancestors or whatever we we got but we at the same time we have the power to change that because we're the new generation we do generation z that's coming up a lot of them are not racist they're not racist to children even Children growing up, like when they're really, really small toddler stages or whatever in their adolescence, they're not racist. They don't know what color is, dude. That's taught to them. That's something that's being taught to these people, man. And it's sad, dude. It's so sad, man, that I have to experience this. It's like, like, what world am I living in to where this is acceptable? But enough is enough. A riot, it's, it's not, I feel like it's not a riot. I feel like it's, it's rebelling towards... It's, it's saying it's sending a message like we're not going to keep like you're going to keep poking the bear okay we're riding right now we're burning down stuff right now we're riding now multi-billion dollar corporations who can possibly restore themselves i stop being so sympathetic towards those individuals and i'm not i'm not okay like i said i'm not okay with it but that stop being so sympathetic towards multi-billion dollar corporations who could restore their the, everything that we burnt down probably within a week like let's let's just take some time here and let's really think about what actually the what was the reason behind this. It's like people are looking over that. You're looking over the problem at hand. It's like okay, I see that this unarmed black man was just was just sacrificed for no reason. He complied with the messaging and everything. He didn't restrict and he still lost his life nobody's looking at that dude that's the reason why this is happening we want justice dude we want justice the man should not i don't care if he, they say he was doing fraud check or whatever i don't know what the story is with all the particulars about it but even with that you still shouldn't lose your life behind that come on dude if worse you go to jail do some time whatever depend what the crime was when you do some time or whatever he didn't he didn't kill nobody you shouldn't he, 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 come on man it's like we're coming People are on purpose, intentively looking past the facts because guess what? They don't want to, to, to feel what's going on because it doesn't happen to them. They probably would never, ever have to deal with that. Well, if that's the case, I'm going to get into my second question. I'm going to get into my second question. The silent, uh, basically, actually, this was not a question, actually. I apologize for that. But this was not more of a question. This was something that I actually made up myself. And this is what I said. Being silent in the back of the class is hurting people. It's hurting people. Basically, okay. Let's, let me let me draw the, let me draw the um example for you. M remember when you were young, 
and you was in the back of that classroom, right? You always seen that kid, whether you were the kid or whether you knew the kid that was in the back of the classroom. And that kid probably was smartest one, whatever, but they was just so afraid to use their voice out of the, um, out of the mere fact that they may get picked on as soon as they use their voice. That silent person probably knew all the answers. And I've actually been one of the, I've actually been that person. I've been that person to where I knew the actual answer. But every time I raised my hand to say something, either somebody would pick on me, whether I had a speech impediment or whatever. Or maybe I just was shy to the point to where I didn't want to put myself on main stage for other everybody was judging me. That that may be the situation in some cases, but I let somebody else walk away with my shine all because I kept my mouth shut. And now I'm not doing that anymore. And it's a and I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say it may be a lot of people, little boys and girls across the country, no matter what um, race you are, that may be feeling this way. But I want to talk specifically to my white people. I want to talk more specifically to the white people for the most part or whatever like that. You see certain situations like this happen, whether you was that kid or not back when you was in school, especially if you're in my generation you're a millennial or whatever if you seen stuff like this happening or whatever like that you know what you can do you could actually use your privilege for the most part to benefit something in the right way you could use your privilege to benefit something dude like okay if you're going to use your privilege if your privilege or you have a a privilege that's basically making you get away with certain things how about let's try to use some of this privilege to actually help some people help some people that's actually who's trying to fight who's trying to exert all of their energy into putting something putting things putting their energy into things that basically they're putting their life on the line and you have the power to actually make change happen but you're not doing it why because you're comfortable being that little kid in the back of the classroom that knows the right answers knows what to do knows exactly what to do knows what's going to happen when you say the right answer but you still are shy you're still shy and you don't want to raise your hand. You don't want to tell people. You don't want to tell everybody what the right answer is. And you know what the outcome is going to be. It's going to make us unified. It's going to make us respect. But what you'll do is when class is over, when class is over, when the teacher dismisses us, and speaking in life terms now, when the teacher dismisses us, you'll go, you'll come and meet up with me or the person that got it wrong or the per- whatever it is like that. You let somebody else walk away with your shine, whatever. And you'll say, man, you was right, man. I just didn't want to say it or whatever. We're sick of that, dude. We're sick of that, man. We're sick of that. Stop praising me in private, but embarrassing me in public by not saying nothing because silence is at your silence is actually killing people. I hate to be so graphic about it, but 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 they're not respecting us out here. So your silence is actually killing people, dude. You got black friends. If you got black friends and you're from another race, if you have black friends, I need you to use your voice to affect some type of change. And a lot of people think that you have to be a huge celebrity. I want to destroy this right now because a lot of people seem to think this for some reason. I don't know why, but I'm going to I'm going to bury this right now. Hopefully. Like, you don't have to be a celebrity to infect change, guys. You don't have to have millions of dollars in your bank account to make a statement about something that you actually feel about, okay? You, you don't have to do that. You don't have to have a million followers on your, your TikTok or your Instagram or your Facebook in order to infect change, people. You want to know how you infect change with your platform? Your platform is when you actually walk outside every day and you meet people, when you introduce your signature to people, meaning that you introduce a presence that you want people to be left off with after you're no longer present within their space, within their proximity. When you introduce your signature to people out here in the everyday world, that's actually using your platform to actually make something positive out of all the chaos that's going on right now 
Just because you don't have a big platform where the whole entire world don't see you, somebody's looking at you, dude. And this kind of goes into my views on uh, me having more views than YouTube. Like, if you didn't hear about that, like, y'all, if y'all don't, they haven't seen the video about what I made about more views on YouTube, this is basically what I mean. Everywhere you go, you got somebody watching you. Whether they got their camera phones out, whether they glance at you for two seconds, they're watching you. People peeping through peepholes through windows um, on, on, on three-story floors or whatever, they'll watch you. Whether you're just walking by, whether you're just a regular person, guess what? It counts as a view. They're still watching you. So, guess what? You That person that may be watching you, uh, that person that you may know that person that you may just have walked past you can make an impact on all those people with just your energy alone even if you don't directly talk to them you can make an impact on you them with just your energy have you ever walked in a room where there's a lot of people uh, you didn't know none of the people that was in the actual office or the building or the school building or whatever. You've been a new student. You haven't been a new student at school when you were in your younger years to all my older people, maybe my younger people that's listening to this right now. Have you ever been a new student at a new school? I mean, new student at a new school. And you knew nobody in there, but you felt the energy in the room. So and, and based on how you took that energy, you basically was able to impact the energy in the room. Maybe it was a bad vibe or whatever, whatever. If you was able to impact that energy in the room with who you are, even though you didn't know nobody. And let's talk more to my adults. You ever walked into an office building or something and you felt people was talking bad about you or whatever, but you stayed collective. You stayed to yourself. Boom, boom, boom. And guess what? The, the soon as soon as you opened your mouth and you said something and you put your positive energy out there, it changed the whole vibe of the room. That has happened to me millions of times. Like, I don't walk into plenty of places where I felt bad vibes. I don't got in my car riding next to people and I felt bad vibes. I get mean mug looks at traffic lights. Back when I had a nice car, you know, when I had a 2016 Dodge Challenger at the time, one of the newest cars at the time, I couldn't afford it, but that's another story for another day. But I used to get mean looks. I used to get those looks. I used to get those vibes, but guess what I was doing? I was still enjoying my space and I was still enjoying my vibe because I didn't want to let nobody in. What that person ended up doing, that person, whoever that was, ended up compliment. That person who gave me a mean mug at the next traffic light that we stopped at, that person ended up giving me a compliment. Hey, man, I like your vibe. Boom, boom, boom. And this doesn't happen in every situation. I'm just giving you an example. Some people are just haters. Some people don't want to see you win. So that you can't control that. But what you can control, you are a perception creator for the most part. Stop saying, stop relying on people to create the perception for you guys. And I'm sorry, I, I'm kind of going off script a little bit because I have notes that I wrote down from today's conversation, but I'm starting to feel more passionate the more that I talk about it. And I want to get this stuff out. Now, listen, guys, you are a perception. Stop, stop depending on people to create the perceptions for you, dude. That's automatically going to happen. People are going to judge the book by the cover. But guess what? You are a perception creator for the most part. It means that you create the perception that you want people to take away. Kind of like introduce your signature. You Why are you introducing? yourself to that person for the most part you control what that person consumes about you what that person understands about you you control that so guys let's check this out like you have to be you have to understand that you are a perception creator with the clothes you wear with some of the things that you do you are a perception creator i'm talking to everybody not just black people but most definitely black people i just want to let you know that you are a perception creator for the most part like listen you can you listen you can't just keep assuming that people are going to put these labels on you and you have nothing to do with it you have everything to do with it you have everything to do with that perception for the most part you don't you're not control of uh what they may think after they leave you for the most part but 
when you with everything that you say in that moment when you're actually entangled in a conversation with that person or whatever like that you're you're actually controlling the perception on what you want that what you what what you want that person to think about immediately after they leave you man let me get back on script because i'm I'm just i'm just all over let let me get back on script okay the next one is number three community community resolution be more seen in suburban neighborhood okay now i really want to talk about this to my black people i really want to talk about this now black people if you want to move out of the hood let's just say if you're one of these black people that moved out of the um hood if you moved out of the hood congratulations to you for making it out the hood you don't made some money maybe you're a basketball player maybe you're a football player maybe you are just a, a doctor a lawyer or work um you're a firefighter or whatever you made it out the hood congratulations to you your parents raised you right or you just defeated the odds by being even if you made it out the hood and you want to move to a suburban neighborhood more the suburbs whatever you want to move to the suburbs you want your family your kids whatever to be um more stable but be around somewhere where they don't feel like their life is being threatened okay here's some advice that i got for you and like i said this may not defeat racism this may not defeat classism but guess what it's a step in the right direction and this is what i suggest for you i need you to start making it a priority to go to some of these community events that happen in these rich neighborhoods and I know that they haven't. Why? Because I have some of these friends that live in some of these suburban neighborhoods and they have community events all the time where people in the community, they um, they participate with each other. They all know each other. And I'm not telling you to go and spill all your business to these people. But only thing that I'm trying to tell you to do is to break the ice to people of other races like i'm and this is not you kneeling down to them to all my black people who always want to make something out of nothing this is not you kneeling down to them saying that i ain't doing all this i'm gonna be bruce almighty i'm not gonna i don't have to exert myself not to, to prove that who i am well guess what if you don't want to do that you're part of the problem for the most part you're part of the problem why because you don't you don't want to break the, a lot of these people this is this is what I, this is my own opinion a lot of these people they sit home and they watch the news all day and you already know what's associated with our face i don't, I don't even have to go there you already know what's associated with our face so guess what you have the power you are one of the lucky ones to make it out of the hood sir or missus you're one of the lucky ones to make it out and you want a better life for your family congratulations for making it out and wanting a better life for your family i congratulate you this is not me condemning you i congratulate you but guess what if you want to stop this racism if you want to stop like do your part in trying to stop this racism and the stereotypes that happens towards our people what you got to do is you got to make yourself more seen so guess what because guess what that's going to do not only is they seeing you as this black person that participates in the community so that's part of the community whatever it forces them to look at other black people the same way and not look at every black man or woman the same exact way by you participating in some of these community events of a community that you actually live in it forces them to think of black people in another way because like i said before a lot of these people are old and they're set in their ways and they have an old school style of thinking and they they don't they don't want to get their mind changed or whatever it is like that but by you being there permanently or whatever it is in the community you're actually forcing them in some type of subliminal way to look at you in a different way like i said this may not even be the answer for a lot of people so i'm not saying that i may be right but this is just a suggestion like 
And when you go in different neighborhoods, especially if you're not from there or whatever, and you just go in different neighborhoods, does it hurt for you to just wave, put your hands up and wave, wave to people? You don't. Everybody's so dang on defensive in the community, man. I, I understand it's young black men and women, mostly young black men. We're taught how to defend ourselves first before we even know how to think. That old school way of thinking, all the OGs that taught us need to be slapped in their face individually. All the old schoolers who had taught us that when we were young, how to defend ourselves first, all because they thought that defending ourselves was a sport, they need to be slapped, man, because guess what that has done towards us? It taught us, it taught us to always be defensive, no matter what happens. Like We always got to yell and, and use our hands and use uh, thinking that we're always on the edge of being tried we call it being tried you tried me bro you tried me man yeah, I, I i can't count how many times like i, I don't want to talk to somebody like bro stop trying me what you mean stop i'm just asking you a question i'm saying something to you and i want to have a conversation about it. i ain't trying you I ain't trying you, but I know where that comes from because I'm what I happen to be used to be one of those individuals and I was raised around them. Like, so I understand the dialect, what they mean when they say these things. But all the OGs who taught us these lessons, dude, we got to get rid of that way of thinking. Why? Because it has not helped us. And this is kind of the reason why we come or go out here and make all these decisions to where we're forcing the police to look at us in this way to where they're actually able to take our lives all because of something that we naturally, we shouldn't have been naturally came with. We shouldn't have naturally been born with. We were born in but born into a guilty circumstance a guilty environment that made us think that guilty should be the new way of looking at being innocent and that's not right dude we have to challenge all this stuff so back back to my main point number like if you're gonna black people if you're gonna move to these communities these more suburban where you don't see nobody that looks like you out here congratulations to you once again but you have a job to do like, okay, you can go to your house, you can go to work, you got kids, you got a husband, you got a wife, I get it, whatever like that, but you're a part of that community and you got like white neighbors and stuff like that. Go to some of those community events that they be having. And I know that they exist because I don't, I've never been to one, but I know that they exist because I know people who, who, who tell me about it. And I actually read books on it and stuff and like that as well. So go to some of those community events and hopefully that'll work. Um, what was my next one? Okay, I'm gonna leave it right there. I'm going to give you guys a break. I'm going to give you a cruise for the midday blues break. And when I come back, there's no serious joke of the day um, on this podcast because I don't already talk to you guys head off for the most part. But there's no serious joke of the day. But um, when I come back, I got the dessert topping of the day. Thank you guys once again to everybody that's listening right now. I know I'm talking you guys head off. But thank you guys once again for coming back. And um, hopefully some of these things that I said, hopefully some of these things that I said solved your, I mean, um, answered your questions. To, and if I if it didn't, uh, go to my comment section and on my podcast, write a review. Tell me what you think. Go to my TikTok. Tell me what you think. Go to my Instagram. Tell me what you think. Go to my Facebook. Tell me what you think. It's at poet. Uh, it's at poet underscore jahogany on all my platforms, my social media platform. So you don't have to say what's my name on this platform. What's my name? It's poet underscore jahogany on all three of those platforms that I just named. So you got if you guys just want to think about um finding me on other platforms and stuff like that and not just tiktok those are the um my name on those other platforms as well but go and write a review and on the, in the podcast section or whatever at the end go write a review on apple if you listen to me via apple go write a review um and, and tell me what you guys think whatever keep the content coming keep the messaging coming i i love pleasing you guys and i love being able to answer some of your questions because i kind of put that energy out there to with these motivational videos to to be somewhat of a problem solver and i love it i invite it because it's it's who i am and it's and it gives me great 
great pride and it gives me great fulfillment to know that I'm able to do that for people that I possibly may never meet across the world. And I thank you guys for demanding that out of me. So I'm going to take another quick break, a cruise with the midday blues break. And when I come back, I got the serious joke of the day. Thank you guys again for joining me. Worlds are intersecting into a wall where there's no connection. PTSD into the minds of the innocents with only a skeleton being a reflection. Carefully peeling back layers until the whole cell shows. Raw and incompetent, weeds yanked away from where the nature seeds are supposed to grow. Before you judge, take a closer look. Because my peripheral states that things are a lot closer than what it seems. Even with a systematic trailer prepping your experiences, your antennas won't get a clear reception until you visualize your own HD screen. Can you really feel compassion for something you do not know? Oh, I get it. You're more attracted to the setup more than the character who's really living the show. A diamond and a rhinestone look the same until you look at the inside up close. I wasn't responsible for my loved one swearing into an entity with his right hand held up to the heaven skies, walking blindly into a situation food on the table and survived. Your heart and the way it beats is trapped into my database now and will forever be my archive. Hello guys and welcome back to the Let's Feast Food for Thought podcast and you know I couldn't let you guys leave without the dessert topping of the day. Now the dessert topping of the day is I want to introduce my signature in this moment meaning that I want you I want this impression that I'm about to leave on you to be something that you remember after this podcast is over. I want this to carry on in your mind so therefore it can be implemented in society in any way that you you see fit. So talking mainly to my white people like young followers whatever older people mainly the older people because the young followers for the most part don't think like this it's the older ones that's teaching these lessons now listen i said a mouthful in today's podcast but man this is the meat and potatoes of everything that i'm trying to get you guys to understand guys please stop being quiet if you have black friends if you really love your black friends and you're not just uh basically a culture vulture for the most part and i don't even like to think of it as culture vulturing because we put it out there for it to for other people to enjoy it but if you guys just want to just suck up the culture and not and not really ride for us when it's when it when 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 it's not convenient for you to do so for clout reasons or whatever then why are you guys here it's when that's more of our a testament to who we are because we keep inviting people to basically just suck the culture dry so therefore we have nothing left because we don't let everybody have an open door policy when it comes to the culture and like if you really love us the way that you say that you do ride for or stand for us that's the only thing that we that's all we can ask man like we don't want these riots to continue we don't want these things to continue. You love the culture. You love our the way we. You love how we talk. You love the fashion. You like. I don't see like. What's crazy is, most recently, I don't see YouTube videos, but in my own two eyes, like I don't see people. Normally, when some fresh jades drop, 
I see black people like lining up in the lines. I like, got the line wrapped around the corner to try to be one of the lucky winners. And one, they they do the raffle tickets now. I'm not sure if they, uh, if you guys were familiar with that. But sometimes it don't got it don't became such a demand. They have a limited quality of the shoes or whatever. So they 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 give out rack, raffle tickets or whatever for some for some reason. So, um, but I used to just see black people all around the corner and stuff like that wrapped around the corner. But now what I see, I see ma- ma- mostly white people. Mostly white people. And I know what they're doing. And this is nothing wrong with it. I don't care about it. I'm like, I don't care. But at the same time, it's like, okay. So our culture is making that much of an impact to where it's like, you guys got to have it. And it's kind of like with Kanye, with the Yeezys, with the Yeezys. It's mostly white people that wear Yeezys. I don't see too many black people that wear Yeezys. You know what I mean? Like every time some fresh Yeezys drop, I see white people wrap around the corner, whether that's on YouTube or whatever, uh, where I stay. It's like I see them wrap around the corner. So it's clear to see that you guys love the culture. You love the culture. I have no problem with it. I want you to enjoy it. We want you to enjoy it. If I could speak for some of most of my black people, not all, but if I could speak for some of us, we want you to enjoy it. Why? Because I want to enjoy your culture. I want to learn more about your culture, things that I don't understand. Like, and this goes for every other ethnicity. I, me personally, I want to learn more about your culture. I actually like your culture. Like, you know what I mean? I like, I could take different things from your culture and apply it to how I feel about me. And guess what? That makes me more diverse. I love i'm not shut down i like that but this is what i would ask for you to do because guess what if somebody mistreated you in my presence whether you white uh puerto rican and whatever it is somebody if i've called you a friend guess what i got a problem with that why because you're my friend you're my friend i don't care if it's good bad or ugly i got your back right now i ask the same when it comes to you that's all i ask for dude that's all I asked for. But if you're going to be the little kid in the back of the classroom that knows the right answer to stop this stuff and you're not using your voice and you turning your head. What's the famous MLK MLK quote? Um, something about an injustice is an uh, uh, ju- oh, I forgot it, man. I'm sorry about that. guys. I, I had it. I had it, man. I had it tip of my tongue. But something about being is an injustice to everywhere. Something like that. But guys, you got to understand that we need you we need you like like, and i don't like really like saying that because i don't like to be in the mindset to where i need anybody because i can get up get up as long as god give me a good measure of health and and everything still works when i wake up in the morning i can get out here and get it myself and i thank god for that but when it comes to situations like this to where we're losing our lives behind this stuff like like come on over something that's very very petty not saying that he was completely innocent but it was petty he shouldn't have lost his life behind it like, come on, guys, and you guys are just turning your head and you're allowing this to happen. You see your fellow um, privileged individuals using it, using their privilege so loosely. You're not doing it to affect positive change. You see them using their privilege loosely in front of you and you're doing nothing about it. Like, that's a problem with me. And if we, you can't do this for us, stop sucking up the culture. Stay within your culture. It's OK. You don't have to do this for us. Well, stay within your culture then. Make money off your culture. Leave our culture alone. Stop watching our broadcast. Watch everything that you want to do. Go over there and watch everything that y'all create. That's cool. Go over here. Don't come over here when it's convenient for you to want to come over here and be swag like us. And, and listen to the songs that we like to make or whatever like that. Because a lot of the songs that we make, don't even. it's not even marketed towards y'all's, um, y'all demographic of people. It's not, even dem- it's not even marketed towards y'all. And y'all guys still love it. And there's nothing, like I said, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you guys are going to come over here 
in the culture and, and enjoy what we got. This, this, these fresh apples, this fresh garden over here, fresh, ready for you to eat. Only thing we have, the only, the only contingency that we have is that you ride for us in times that's uncomfortable. Because guess what? We're gonna ride for you too. We're gonna ride for you too. And I got white friends, and I got people of other ethnicities and stuff like that. So this hits a little bit home. And guess what? If anything happened to them in my presence, I'm not letting it go down. Why? Because I know they'll do the same thing for me. I know they will. I know they will. So this goes out to uh, th those individuals who what, like to misuse their privilege. We understand that you probably got the fair skin complexion. Me, I feel like my black is a privilege. I feel like I don't feel like I'm second to no one. That's just me personally. But I understand what it's like in society today. So I'm not gonna. I'm not stupid to not think that this stuff is going on and, and how we're being judged and how everything is being seen on social media and in real life. Like, come on, guys. Because in order to make it on social media, it has to happen in real life. Unless it's like a meme or something that somebody created. But even memes come from real things. Come on, man. Holly, if you heard me. But um, listen, this is what I'm saying, guys. Just battle. Just, go, just fight, fight with us. Stop fighting against us and fight with us. Stop fighting against us. Like, we're exhausted. We already come from... We're exhausted, is what I meant to say. We already... You, you know our history. Whether you choose to know it or whether you don't, you know that it exists. You know where we come from. You know you see the movies being made. Come on, guys. Like, stop playing. You know what's going on out here. You, you, you're choosing to look away. You're choosing to look away. You're choosing to only use your voice when it comes to not getting a pair of Yeezys in a line. Not getting a pair of Jordans in a line. That's when you want to make your voice heard. No. It's more than just fashion. It's about the person behind making the fashion. It's about the, who we are as a people. We have to unify. Stop only wanting to unify when it's convenient for you. Unify when you want to stand in the line for something. Like, no, it's more than just that, dude. You got to use your voice for something more powerful than just putting on shoes and clothes and stuff. Driving in a nice car, trying to feel like you better than somebody. It's more than that because we're not going to get nowhere unless we do this together, guys. And understand me when I say that. Every word that I say, I meant it. Even what, even if I stuttered or whatever. I don't care. Listen, I had to get the message out there. I love y'all. I love my people. I especially love my people. I love all types of people. I don't I don't have no respect to person when it comes to this love because I love unconditionally. But at the same time, I especially love my people and we got to do better. And I'm going to talk about that on a future podcast. So, because we got to do better. Stop allowing this stuff to happen. People to openly come and disrespect our culture and disrespect us so they can just walk on through it and treat us any type of way and we just sit around and have a phone in our hand and record it and we do nothing about it. We got it's, it's some mental illness that's going on with us, dude. Because it felt like we don't understand what the clout. We don't understand if it's clout or if you really want to do it to infect change. We don't understand. We don't know if you really want to get your numbers up on social media. You want to get more followers because of it, or if you really want to affect real change. These are the conversations that we gotta have now. You don't understand what's authentic and what's artificial these these, these days because everybody wants millions of followers. So it's now it's like you gotta question everything that you see or as a post, and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Like when you see something real, you're numb to it because you don't you think that people are trying to post it just to get their cloud up on social media. So when you see something real, like what just happened with George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery most recently, that's just most recently. I'm not even counting about the stuff that probably happened that didn't make it to camera. We gotta think about that too. What about the things that happened that didn't even make it to camera that we don't see? That we're not paying attention to because this is just something that they keep us hidden. We always gotta and we also gotta realize it's election year. So they like poking the bear around this time. 
they poke the bear and it's election year and they really want and they, and they they want you to go out and vote for the most part so they're trying to spin this in some type of way to where they're trying to change the narrative some type of way to where you got to go out we got to get these these people out of the offices that's not that have our best interests we got to do all we got a lot of work to do guys and we can only do that we can make this change and that's something we uh, we understand there's going to be some people that's classist and racist like okay those people of that they still exist i know it but stay your ass over there Kids, stay your ass away from us. Leave us alone, dude. Stop poking the bear. Because it's almost like y'all thirsty for some type of attention. If you got if you got to enforce your power by making sure nobody else has none, then you got to question what kind of power you have. Because you should... I just talked about this with a dear friend of mine. Like, uh, if you got to go and force, you got to make me... You got to get rid of all my resources just so I can need you and you back me against the counter to only where I need you. Then you got to question what kind of power do you actually have? Because you had to do all of that just so I can need you. You really don't got no power. You should ought to be challenged within your power. But not be challenged in the way to where you feel like you're beneath me. But to where I can challenge you so therefore we can be better together. We can eat at the same table. That's the only thing that I'm trying to get you to realize. But it's a lot of individuals that feel like they have to make other people feel like they're beneath them in order for them to feel like they have one above one above them. And that's the wrong way of thinking. That's classist and that's racist. That's whatever that bad derogative name that you want to put behind that. And it's so unfortunate. So we got to stop that way of thinking and we have to be more unified, guys. Thank you, guys. Oh, rest in peace. To George Floyd. My condolences go out to his family. Rest in peace to Ahmaud Arbery. Rest in peace to all the the people, the young black boys and black girls and minorities across the world that didn't that didn't make it to camera, that didn't get this type of clout to where everybody can know about it. But it, their deaths is just as impactful. My condolences goes out to all y'all families. I'm speaking this right now in the name of Jesus. Right now to everybody across the world who didn't make it on a platform to where they got this much awareness happening for their deaths. You know what I'm saying? We got to stop black on black crime. And that's another conversation for another day. All of that, guys. We got a lot of work to do. But we can only get to the promised land if we're unified, guys. So thank you guys once again for tuning in to today's podcast, episode number 32. Don't forget to go over to the, if you're listening to me via Anchor, don't forget to go over and support. You can support a dollar. You can support $5. Or you can support 10 And what this is doing is it's actually building up the funding for me to get to season two on YouTube. I know YouTube is a free pod. I mean, it's a free platform where I can actually put it out there. But I actually want to give you guys a different experience that's why i'm asking for your support and i'm also want to teach you guys all my especially my young following on how to support something because a lot of my young following don't know how to support nothing for the most part like i don't i don't mind giving it to you for free to, for the free 99 but i want to i want to get rid of the free and just put the 99 up there and see if you'll still have the same respect for me when i get rid of the free it's just a lesson i could easily put the podcast up on where you can actually see me talk to you but i want to see if you, i want to i want you to work for something i don't feel bad for saying that because I give you a lot of content for free. So right now I want you to pay for something. And it's, and it's and I'm not asking for much. And I'm not going to beg you either. I'm just going to ask. I'm going to keep asking. But I'm not begging. Just because I ask don't mean that I'm begging. But anyways, thank you guys for coming to the Let's Feast Food for Thought podcast. I appreciate you. I love everybody across the world. Let's unify, guys. And let's make this world a better place than what we found it. Okay? But it's going to take each and every last one of us. Understand that. It's going to take all of us. Even whether we agree or disagree, maybe we may we agree for a better ending when it comes to somebody that may be coming up after us. And we may not even see the results in our lifespan. We may not even see it, but our sons and our daughters may. 
So guess what? Let's think for longevity purposes. Let's stop just thinking of right now and being selfish. You know what I mean? Let's stop being selfish and let's start thinking for other people that may be coming to our little babies, sweet, innocent babies. And stop torturing them with the, all the maliciousness that we were born with. We got to do better for them, guys. They deserve to be in a peaceful world and stop damaging the world. Let's start making the world a little bit more safe to live in. And it all, it's going to take every last one of us, guys. And I thank you guys for joining, coming to the Let's Feast Food for Thought podcast once again. You guys know how I ended each and every episode if you've been with me from the beginning. If you ever hear your stomach growl because you're hungry and you're looking for somewhere to put some food in your stomach, make a pit stop here at the Let's Feast Food for Thought podcast because I got some more food for you. And that includes leftovers. Don't forget to leave a tip. Bon appetit. Thank you guys. I'll see you guys again next week. Episode number 33. I appreciate you so much. All right. I'll see you guys later. Love you. Thank you.